Welcome to the Tooth or Dare podcast with Irene and Katrina. The only dental podcast to bring you a Canadian RDH and an American RDH. These ladies bring you mic-dropping interviews with your favorite social media peeps and epic people doing amazing things in dentistry. Now let's put our overgloves together for Tooth Life Irene and Katrina the Wine Genist. Another episode of the Tooth or Dare podcast with your favorite peeps, Irene, and my little fiery ginger snap you, Katrina. There's a little ginger scoop over here. Hi, Irene. Irene, how are you today? Is there such a thing as ginger ice cream? Probably. If you've thought it up, it's probably been done. Well, that sucks. I was going to invent something and put your face on it. You'd be like, you'd be like the the spokesperson for the ginger ice cream. The you'd be like, ginger. you'd be like Ben and Jerry's, but for gingers. Oh, I love that journey for me. That's I a do good too. One. I feel like you yeah. would make a really cute like logo for an ice cream. Like, just thumbs up, like yes, with yeah. one of my weird faces. Basically, that's good. How are I you? Like that. How how are you? We're recording this early, so I'm going to wish you an early happy birthday. But for those of you listening Thank to you. this on Monday, it has already been your birthday. So we are That's back right. to the future and then going into the past. We're like yes. we're like the second of the of the Back to the Future movies, not the yes. first one. We're back, and then like the third one that no one really watched because they nobody were like watches in the, Wild the third West. one. I know no. it was like kind of weird. So every once in a while you meet somebody who's like, I actually really like the third one, and you're like, okay, weirdo, really? what kind of psychopath Why? are you? But okay. Right. Um, yeah, no, I'm good. So yeah, my birthday's this week. And as you know, um, my plan was to go and take mm-hmm. a fabulous trip to Napa because you and Chris were gonna join. And we had this like amazing, like we're gonna do a wine train one day and do all these like fantastic things. And it turns out Napa's still like super duper shut down. Yeah. So we couldn't do that. And I'm just like, I'm over it because my birthday's March 13th. So that mm-hmm. was the day that the travel ban was instituted a year ago. Right. And so my birthday was ruined when I was in I feel like France. It was just it was yesterday. Like if, yeah. It, it is still March. Like we this this I know. 12, I just feel like it's 12, just been perpetually months. March. Yeah. circulating around the moon or are we circulating around the sun? I think it's around the moon. Around the, around the, I yes. I feel like we haven't moved yet. Like we're still I feel like we haven't either. here. It's, and so it's, it's disappointing because like, you know, I really wanted to have this like amazing 35th birthday. I thought, okay, well then I'm going to, you know, be great this year. And now I have to like abridge it, which is going to be fine. Um, so unfortunately you and Chris can't come in town, which I'm super bummed about, but um, we're going to, we're going to have some fun here in, in Arizona. We're going to get a little party bus and and go like wine tasting and do How dinner and party just buses stuff. happening in any so, part of the world right now. I am in, so mind blown. So in Arizona it is, and I will say this, this is interesting. So um, Arizona, like we stuff is like open ish, like at limited capacity and this and that, but like stuff is open ish. Um, and then I know in other parts of the country, like things are like still super duper shut down. Right. And then in other parts of the country, things are actually opening back up. And yeah. interestingly enough, when you look at the number of cases, there's no massive difference. Like you would think, oh, in these mm-hmm. states where there's like massive shutdowns and everyone's isolating this and that, that like they have a better opportunity with like controlling their cases. And that's, that's, has not been hmm. the reality. Um, so I'll say this, the majority of my friends are already vaccinated. I'm fully vaccinated. Not that that like, ma- you know what I mean? Like I, I get it. We right. should still be protecting and all those pieces. Um, but you know, the majority, if not all people who will be there are fully vaccinated at this point. Mm. Um, and 
I will say I, I've been traveling quite a bit for business. And in Arizona, although things are open, everybody's wearing masks everywhere they go. Right. Versus in other states where things are still like partially shut down and you're walking through grocery stores and there's still people in the stores that don't have masks on. And you're like, yeah, I see that I don't stuff understand. on social media. It's kind of yeah. mind blowing. It's 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 amazing because really they're like, oh, so are the stores not, you know, encouraging it. It's like, well, of course they are. They have signs everywhere. But like, who's going to be that person sitting at the front? of the store saying like, really, sir, like it's, you it's March see of 2021. You see, you see people pull out their phones and record that stuff. Exactly. And so that's, that's the thing is like in Arizona, like people are, are very um, respectful of like, you know, if you're in a, at a bar or a gathering, like there are plexiglass. So it's like only the people at your table are like kind of exposed to your own business or whatever, or like we're in Arizona. So you can sit outside on patios the majority of the year and it's fine. So I think that has had a lot to do with it. Not that the air kills anything, but just the fact that you're in a, you know, more open, like, you know, exterior opportunity. So Right. I don't know. It's just, it's been different, but, um, so yeah, we'll, we'll do that and it'll be really nice and we'll see my sister and her fiance are coming in town. I always love when my sister comes in town. So I get to see them and, um, we'll just, we're going to sip a lot of wine and, um, hang out with the dogs and, and it'll be a, just a delightful day, which I can't, I can't wait for. It'll be good. Well, that's nice. Yeah. I'm sad I'm missing it. But I know. I'm sad you're missing it too. But it is what it is, right? It is. Say yeah. la vie. Say la vie. Maybe next year. Maybe next year this time, you guys, we'll be recording live and living color from Napa Valley. Dun, 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 dun. Red, red, what? I'm doing this like whole thing of like what the intro is going to be like. No? Oh my goodness. Okay. No. Fine. Speaking of uh, uh, unexpected hangovers and uh, and drinking copious amounts of alcohol we have a guest today <laughs> okay <laughs> that's that how people intro. intro me when i'm on their i'm okay. on guests on their podcast speaking of hot messes we have a guest today <laughs> oh here we go <laughs> here we are um so i have yet to meet this human oh actually no lies oh my god lie less irene i have met um our our guest in real life but not in the same capacity that you have hung out with him Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm, at mm -hmm. DIA last year, correct? Yes, at DIA 2.0 in Phoenix. Where 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 I'm told, because I missed it, because I thought I was opening up a practice, but then I didn't because, you know, COVID. Um, You and our guest were sipping on some Pedialyte. Sipping on Pedialyte. I feel like that's that is the new thing. So so as you were as you were sipping your Pedialyte, you got to hang out with our our buddy from Implant Compare, aka Blake McLennan, who I got to see at AID in in Las Vegas in October, just that same year. But we did not get to partake in any Pedialyte, unfortunately. But he's a cool guy. He's not a cool he guy. That was a cool- Blake McClellan. He takes us on this really cool journey of like the other side of dentistry, the other side yeah. of medicine, which is like looking into what it's like to be, you know, a sales rep or to be somebody yeah. who has to connect with us in like a different way. And um, anyways, he's, for he's the longest a- time, I thought he was a doctor. I know. Because I think his you Instagram. Him. I you did. Introduced him as Doctor McClellan because his content on his page is epic. I mean, he's got some great there, stuff. You got to check it there, out. There's certain things about being a sales rep for like 
any company. I mean, you get to see the cool stuff of what your company does. But then there's Blake, who is a sales rep for a surgical company. Mm -hmm. And like they set up um, digital recording studios so if you're watching like some epic recording of a sinus lift and like a full mouth rehab case like they set up these crazy cameras that hang out of the ceilings and then record all of this stuff so he gets to be a part of some pretty amazing dentistry which is why i thought he was a dentist i was like oh my god this guy does the coolest cases and he does but he just does facilitate captures them yes which is really cool so this is the episode and we'll catch you on the flip side. On the flippity flip. And welcome back to another episode of the Tooth or Dare podcast, Peeps with your peeps, Irene and Katrina. How are you, my 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 braided redheaded friend? How are you? I, I, yes, I'm I'm braided today. Hi, I'm I'm just so good. Are you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a common theme. Are you living your best life? That's all I, mean, I want to know. I am not. I am not. I had to. I you know I've been like so excited for my birthday is coming up, and I had like a horrible situation last year, as our listeners may recall. Um, where I was almost trapped in Europe when right, the I trouble you went happened. to Paris and then woke up in the middle of the night to like frantic messages from your family, like get the fuck get out. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, and my Wait, dad, who's run. like, my dad, who's normally like super chill was like, uh, Katrine, you gotta get out of France. And I'm like, okay. And I did. And so I thought, okay, 2021 is going to be my year. I'm going to go to Napa. I'm going to have all my friends new around year, me. New me, new birthday. New year, new me. I even started like planning, like, cause I, you know, obviously like you and Chris were going to come and like, you know, gaggle of gays and like the whole thing. Right. It was going to be like amazing. I was going to be like, okay. So on, on Friday, when we go to the oh, wine, wait, it's you all going to wear me to invite my husband i wasn't inviting him he had oh, no okay, idea i was too, going yeah. i was oh, like okay, I, it's just gonna be you me and, and, and the gay <laughs> like, that's all i want it's just a weekend with the gays <laughs> i know it was gonna be so fun like and i was like i was thinking in my head like do you think everybody would wear like glitter on saturday night to dinner just like sparkly sequin i had like the whole thing planned out in my head i thought I oh my god gonna, these pictures are gonna be so really great gonna wear very much but Insta- yeah well i don't think anybody was going to like that <laughs> no but then i just decided today that i just i couldn't um I ended up canceling the trip. So I'm really sad and um, disappointed. But my horoscope says that 2022 is going to be my year. So I'm putting it out in the universe. I read, I'm manifesting 2022. All my dreams are going to come true. I cannot. We just have one more year of me not living my optimized best life. But that's okay. Okay. I get it. Yeah, yeah. That's well, where we I, are. I do. We do. We have a guest today who is living his best life. Yes, I love this. We do. Uh, we will find out more about how he is living his best life in the in the coming moments of this episode. Um, and I'm very proud to introduce our guest today. He, I mean, we've been trying to get him on the podcast for a little while now. And I've been fangirling over him and his Instagram page for a really long time. <clears throat> I'm obsessed with like technical stuff. Like there, there are two types of people that have Instagram. They're the ones that are like 
I'm going to follow the hashtag figs peeps. And like, I want to know all of the cool things that they're wearing and like where they're posing in the middle of the streets. And then there are the people that like, I just want to see the guts and the gore and the sinus lifts and like the stuff where, you know, it's going to be good when you open your Instagram feed and it says sensitive subject matter. And it's got like that blurred out thing. And I feel like our guest today is like the king of it. Is that fair to say? Like, are you, are you, I think he is. This is exciting. For those of you. So it's basically like a horror movie on your Insta. But like, it's like one of those things where you just can't look away. It's like, that's basically what it's like. Like, like the movie Saw, you know, where you're like, this is like horrifying. Or when you're you're like like, in elementary school and they take everyone out for recess and you're holding hands and like, it's a solar eclipse, guys. Don't look at the sun. And then all these six year olds look at the sun. Like, that's what it's Mm -hmm. like. Yeah. So (laughs) I'm wearing glasses now, Irene. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to give a warm welcome to our friend, our, our buddy and founder of Implant Compare. We are going to say what is up, Blake McClellan. What is up, bro? How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for the intro. Yeah, no, not king. I would say maybe like a ten of clubs at best, maybe or something. No, I got to. That's a trusty card, though. I mean, it is. You can't go one way or another in a straight without a ten of clubs, right? That's a good hand in blackjack. You know, that's all right. Yeah. But no, the the hat I got on, I just not realized was you were talking. Uh, yeah, that's the king. That is the godfather right there. That man is. He uh, he's been on our podcast, and he's I committed. interviewed him uh, before he came out of the closet, and um, um, I got to see. Should I got, we use a different term no, or no? No, because we use that term during his episode, so it's safe. It's, it's okay. a safe term, and he laughed at it. I, I okay. love how you guys like both had the concerned look on you your face. Like, oh no! So we made we made this joke where he was you like, know, "You do know where." Right, right, right. No, totally. He's totally straight, totally married, totally his children. Um, But we made the joke on the episode when he popped on the Zoom and I could see his face and I was expecting not to see his face. Like I was expecting just like a black screen with the words bloody tooth guy on it. Like when he calls me, that's what my phone says. Not because I've saved him in my phone like that, but because I think that's what he's told his like Verizon (laughs) provider that he would like to be to come up on people's phones. So we made the joke that he was like coming out of the closet it on our episode by letting us see his face but anyways he is he, he is the king but he's you, still btg in my phone I mean, is he really yeah he's btg you know the man is the godfather he's I, uh but he, he's like he's busy like yeah. to do what he does and like to like what he posts like, like 20 stories plus a day or so like it's nana a, it's all boss. nana so oh, his, yeah, his assistant's name is Nana, and Aww. he yells She's from one. Sweet. He yells from one room to the other. Hey, Nana! And then she like pops in and records. The, but I mean, it still takes a lot of time for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it's good. Like oral surgeons, though, too, are like a different breed, right? Like they, they yeah. don't really have patience. Like, get out of here, get out of my way, don't don't interrupt me. Like, so to see people like him and Ben <laughs> and stuff, like that's that's not typically the oral surgery crowd either. No, I thought the oral surgeons were like the party guys. They are, but like the oral surgeons are the party guys. Perio's like the dweeby guys. Yeah. You know, well, let's see like OMS will drink you at the bar, right? Like, right, right, right. Yeah. They'll drink you under the table. Like you don't even know what's happening. Nine to five. I'm here like to do my thing. Okay. Okay. You know, I don't, don't interrupt me. Just let me do my thing. Kind of thing. You know, they're just kind of tense. Yeah. 
but yeah, no, he, they're, they're, they're different. And that's, what's cool. Mm-hmm. I think about the Instagram thing with them is you see a different side to it that you do the stuffy side. But you, I like get it. To, you get to work with a lot of non OMS peeps also like others, <laughs> other people that we've interviewed. Like I see in your Instagram, Danny Domang, who. Oh, the man. Yeah. He's awesome. awesome. Amazing. And I fell in love with him at a bar um, as we were like randomly strangers, didn't know that the other person was in, like, I don't know if you guys know the story, but like we were sitting at the same bar one day and we just started chit chatting and I was like, this guy's just trying to pick me up, but really he was just a nice guy making a conversation. And then one thing led to another and he's telling me how he like worked at a hospital where he 3d printed some guy's ear on his dental 3d printer. And I was like, absolutely obsessed with him the very moment uh, I one wanted- of my favorite cases of his it's awesome like and he's he's just not one of those people who's like podium ambitious mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. he just yeah. doesn't he's just there so like when he presents he's kind of got like a hand in a pocket he's like you know i did this and that you know did a freaking ear no big deal yeah, you know? yeah. i think that's really cool. he was that's yeah. what he was on our podcast he's just like yeah it was like an ear and he's like kind of looking at us like we're like what and he's like it's just an ear like i don't whatever I don't, okay whatever. i just i just and then i had to make another one because he needed a summer ear and then he needed a That's winter he ear because like, the, 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 the color changes <laughs> yeah i wouldn't even think of that it's like, like a that mr potato hat my you mind right where uh, we are now i you know i think dentistry's kind of leading the way in 3d printing in most ways too like they're, they're kind of they're not usually ahead of the curve in a lot of fields or a yeah. lot of things like tech and stuff but I think in 3D, they're there. They're doing okay. I have so many questions for you. Yes. Um, Like technical stuff, questions, things that I see on your social media that I'm obsessed with. And then, (laughs) but I want to like, I do the like way back playback She's going to do the thing. We go, we go back from the beginning and um, who are you? Like, where did you come from? Like where, like, give me the, like from West Philadelphia, born and raised. Like if you can wrap it, that I would highly recommend that. Banjo. It's not going to be a rock. Starts on a river. Um, Which one? Was it the Mississippi? (laughs) Down, born in Oklahoma, raised up in Texas, uh, farm fields. uh, Mm -hmm. Bull Road in high school and wait, you did what in high school? Bull Road for in high school, like is that like the plural of riding a bull? Yeah, like okay, you're you're like like an amateur bull rider, but you would do it as like a high school sport. You know, I did, live I, on the farms there. Yeah. High school okay. sport. I did ballet. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the musical Les Mis. Was, Tell me I more. I was going to say, yeah, I was in Music Man and I was we in the marching hair. band. <laughs> we had a class where we actually welded and we learned how to do uh, like like raise cattle and stuff. Like that was a class. In, that was in, a class. Well, we had like 65 in my graduating class. How's that class doing there. for you now? I think the valedictorian is actually working in the uh, oil fields, if I'm not mistaken. Like, uh, wow. yeah, it's, it, it was it, it was very rural. Yeah. But uh, I finished high school in Georgia with my mom, uh, not the kind of more of the suburb life. So that was a big change. It was like Crocodile Dundee when he came to America. You know, it's like. <laughs> oh, I was thinking like Joe Exotic. Yeah. Am I, I wrong? My first, like, <laughs> first day and like that was weird. Like everybody just showed up in a BMW and a Mercedes and stuff. No and I'm way. Like, I'm getting off my saddle, but no. <laughs> did you jump off like a badass or did you do like the one leg over? Did you just like slide off the side? Yeah, I like slid on a hood and then it like I scratched it and he sued me because his dad's an attorney. And so it just, you know, I was <laughs> yeah. not rep for the environment. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, oh. wasn't, it was definitely a big change because like 
I, I went to school right across the street from like where Newt Gingrich lives and stuff. And so like big suburb from like small farm town. And it was, uh, yeah, it was that kind of Hollywood movie style of like, Oh, I guess I got to change my accent a little bit. Can't dip while you're in yeah. class. You got to go to Abercrombie, pick up some clothes, yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So that all happened. And then, and then what? So you, did you ever leave? I guess you did at one point, yeah, but like Georgia, I bounced around a lot. Like I, I kind of early, um, went to school down in, in South Georgia, uh, but then got into medical sales kind of early, um, doing like what they call 1099. You just kind of mm-hmm. pick up products mm-hmm. in your commission only. You were like, so, you're a dealer. Wait, what does like that mean? What does that mean? What's a 10, 1099? That's a good, that's a good analogy. You're, like, you're the drug dealers of like medical yeah. <laughs> And like, they, they really are. There's like a cartel out there. Like they just go from like different products. They've got a few doctors that just love to party with them and they buy yeah. and then they, they wait. So, wait, and I don't know how old you are. I'm, I, I can guess, but I would imagine. So you're doing this as a 1099. So you're getting contracted basically to work with these, these individual <laughs> companies to like sell their drugs, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Canadianize this guys. Canadianize okay. this. What does a 1099 mean? Oh, that's true. So, so I'm in Canada. We don't. We might not have the same things. You're like an independent, an independent distributor that doesn't get any money from them unless you sell something. So, if you sell Got something, it. they pay a commission, right? Like okay. it's just a commission only thing. So, they don't have to pay like an employer. You're not an employee. You're unemployed, and then when you sell stuff, you get paid, right? Got You're it. It's a pretty sweet deal. So, okay. is this before the Sunshine Act happened? Like, I'm thinking, like, have you seen the movie yeah. Sex and Other Drugs, yeah. where like it was so lucrative and like pharmaceutical sales like were just crazy and then when if you were the rep for um the blue pill whatever it's Pfizer. called it, it, it had that, it still kind of has that i'll be honest with you like in the surgical side it's it's interesting so it's really about like going out and entertaining like so i, I did my toe in different things like so i went into orthopedic and spine and brain and I actually was like worried I'd go to rehab if I stayed in it. So I was like, oh, yeah. I can't do this side. But they, I mean, it's nightclubs in Miami till 8 a.m. No way. Bottle service, like that, that is all you do. It's oh, really yeah. about what you know. And like we would do cadaver labs after literally being out till the sunrise. And then you go and, you know, you, you scrub in and go do a cadaver lab and you're doing this whole thing. Just, I mean, cool. They, it's like, it, they I just mean, don't party. You know what I mean? Like they, they might yeah. not be but they're not partying, partying. Like, spine surgeons and stuff they're just a little chaotic they're, no they're, way you would oh, think yeah. they would be so like no no meticulous. Like, i'm talking like heads at like universities and stuff like mm-hmm. miami partying mm-hmm. hard yeah till mm-hmm. sunrise like just partying you're like Whoa. man how then like how it's just oh, i think they you. drink a lot of v8 i think that's what it is <laughs> I guess, yeah. One for me, one, one for, for you. you. <laughs> Morning flush, you know. And so how long did you do that for? Because I feel like your internal organs would have a really tough time. Yeah, like, you're already like, organ failure at this point. How old were you at this point? Were you like, like in your like early twenties? Yeah, it was. Yeah, like late twenties or, or well mid twenties. And so yeah, I mean, like you just say yes to everything. You're single. You're like yeah, whatever, sure, let's yeah. go. Then you end up in, in a, in a uh, you know, a yacht somewhere in, in illegal water somewhere. And you're like, yeah. oh, shit, this guy. You don't back. have your passport and you're like, oh, no. Yeah, I got out of hand. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Where do we hide the body? But no, I mean, like. <laughs> Cadaver lab. <laughs> <laughs> you, see this, you start seeing the cycle. And you're like, oh, I see sure, this. Sure. No, it, it is. It's just, it, it's a lot about, like, 
this partying hard. It really is like, and then you're just in for life. Cause they just like working with you, right. They're, you're doing surgery with that rep and you would see junior reps just at the bar hammered. And then they're like, they get an emergency call at like 1am. Like, Oh shit, I gotta go scrub in. Let's oh, go no. take the kit, sterilize it. It's just a different beast. It's fun. I wow. love that aspect of surgery, but yeah, it was a lot of partying. I just couldn't do it. I didn't end up a Betty Ford or something. Not as nice. So. Oh man. <laughs> so, and then, and how'd you get into dental? So I, I kind of started in dental first and then went into that and got back into dental to like cadaver tissue. I was always in like selling dead bodies, I guess. So I don't know, that was just kind of my thing. So we got into selling cadaver tissue and it segued into like orthopedics or the whole max dental and stuff. So in it kind of pivoting back into dental and it just seemed, uh, it, it, you didn't have to wine and dine as much. You know, I, I kind of hated that aspect of it. Like I, I thought that was just $5,000 dinners and telling people how smart they are. It was kind of annoying. So <laughs> dental one is, wasn't as bad as that. So I got into that and played the startup game, made some bad decisions. Like had some bad I want to know what's the worst yeah, decision I, you made. I want to know. You want to know? <laughs> Tell me the decisions um, so I, I can either make them or not make them. I'm not sure about, I'm going to have to speak to my attorney about that one. The one statute of limitations <laughs> might not be talkable right now, but in short, um, yeah, when you start getting good ideas together and money, I mean, people are just greedy. Like every time you, you get, sometimes I think I was just too blindly trusting and like, yeah, you just tell people stuff. And then all of a sudden you see that product being sold and you did nothing to protect yourself or someone took money or whatever. But, you know, I, I think that was the hard lesson I learned being like coming from a small town and like being more on that kind of system and getting into the industry, like dental's vicious as hell. Like it's pretty cutthroat. I'm not gonna lie. What do you mean by it being cutthroat? Like in, I, and, and just in comparison to like other industries, like what, what makes it cutthroat? Well, think about like, for an instance, like the referral system, right? Like it, implants could used to be like a specialty or, or yeah. extraction of thirds. Now you've got GPR, you've got. Yeah, uh, that's true. Uh, perio, you have oral and you know, universities and... fighting it in departments, right? And yeah. then you've got all that. And, and then you go to the business side and it's kind of an oligarch. So there's only a few big ones that control a lot of it. And mm-hmm. then they either, you know, and then it, it's just not very cohesive. Like when the medical field, you have EMR co- collaboration, you're trying to find universal software that in, it has interconnectivity with everything. Hmm. Dental, like no way, nothing works it's with like anything in dental. Dog like, eat dog just, world, like whatever you can do, just do it. Yeah. Well, like how many softwares do you have to have? Whereas just instead of having one, there's no Google or Apple or dental everything's got yeah. this software that, but then you have to open this and do that. And that's kind mm-hmm. of, you're always trying to eliminate that process in dental, but yeah, I think it lacks a lot of synergy in that aspect. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. I actually would agree with that. I, I, I think that's part of the challenge when we talk about like bringing all of our patient charts into one portal versus yeah. like medical, where if a patient stays in the same medical system, they can easily like transport their right. medical information back and forth. Dentistry, we don't have that. We just, right. and, and to, to be able to do that would be a beast. So yeah. There's not a lot of like universal standards, right? Because right. there's just another organization and then they set a standard or whatever. So I think, right. yeah, there needs to be like more round table kind of cooperation. But yeah. that's what kind of makes it more vicious is that again, everybody's got to compete because there's just no continuity. Yeah. Like, there's no universal highway. Take my road, take my railroad, right? Like it, yeah. there's no one way. So I think that's what makes it, but yeah, I mean, it, it's still been a lot of fun. I mean, I got into the tech side by accident, I think by doing conferences and trade shows and just seeing like 
man, this is just clunky. It's I feel like dentistry is antiquated, and I don't know if that's mm. just being a millennial, but kind of outdated, right? Like. Oh, it totally is. It, it yeah, it, and it's it, so it takes hard the dentistry. To, it's forever. hard to pivot. Mm-hmm. It's hard to pivot once you've had a system in place for so long. Yeah. To to like look at all of these people that are still using <clears throat> a chart system, like physical paper in their offices, and like physical radiographs. Like that whole transition from physical paper to digital is so cumbersome unless you like just closure off is down for a few weeks and yeah, get it like, done but there's no like simple solution i feel like dental's like 10 years behind on a lot of tech but then in the other aspect like control scanners and three and three printing pretty advanced i mean it's, it's gotten pretty yeah. progressive in that aspect but there's just so many inefficiencies it does, it's there's just such a disconnect in communication it's always like a top-down thing but even in thinking like I, like it, what you do with the podcast and, and, and your social media accounts and everything like that is pro- very progressive for this industry. They're just now starting to fully, I think, start to scratch the surface of that. Right. You guys, you guys are way ahead of that in entertainment. And, and, which, and that's kind of sucks, though, because it's, it's like if you think of like the the businesses that are now thriving that came yeah. out like 15, 20 years ago, like people that were doing the boxed services for your food. And it was like a bougie yeah. thing. And they were like, oh, well, we can't really adapt to this just yet. And then those businesses went under. And then now, 10 years later, HelloFresh, all of these other boxed food companies are thriving. I feel like that happens a lot in in any, every industry. So, like, I don't know if I'm at an advantage right now for being, like, one of the firsts or if I'm at a disadvantage because people just don't understand the concept of this form of marketing, yeah, I, like I, social I, media I, types of marketing. You do. You get it. You're I, in I the world. Well, no, I, I've gone insane. I've done. I've left. I've done. I, I like, I walked away. Like, <laughs> Straight up, I walked away from DIA. Um, we had a difference of agreements, like a bandwidth, and like it, it was a commitment to that conference. And, and so, like, I just I wanted to kind of like work with a corporate partner because I thought it would just keep the experience elevated. And we just couldn't come to alignment on that. So yeah, I walked away from that. That was that's, that was love. one of my one of my questions for you. Is I know your affiliation with DIA. And I unfortunately was going to go last year, but couldn't go because it was planning to open my practice at the same time. Yeah. I know we were, that's oh, how we kind of got chatting because I wanted to bring the podcast and it was just a mess. But like, so tell me about when you started with DIA, what, what was the goal and the thought and what role did you have? And then what happened at the end? Well, you take me from being drug dealer in, in medical, right? Like I'm popping right. whatever out of my trunk. Like I'm literally living out of an 88 Buick Park Avenue. No on, way. Like on couches. Like, yeah, I straight up like pursuit of happiness started in the field, but I'm like, you know, this is going to be my thing. Medical sounds, you know, I enjoyed surgery. I wasn't about the drug rep side. It was more about the surgery side. So anyways, got in this hustle and got in and well, I was like, all right, I'm going to hack this. And, and I figured out like, what was happening in social media and Instagram, seeing people at like nightclubs getting 20 grand just to come spray champagne around and act like an idiot. There's value in that. I thought there's got to be that same model in dental because you're seeing these people just come in droves to an election. Mm-hmm. That's just awful. So anyways, got into, I started the Instagram for implant compare to just see if people would share knowledge for free versus being paid to do it. Like they would in the old way, which is good for science. And I, I think yeah. right? studies should be more uh, agnostic. They shouldn't yes. be so, you know, directed. So anyways, we, we went this kind of methodology. Anyways, it grew the Instagram stuff. And then by that, we built the implant compare platform for education. And I started seeing it, how like 
it was this influencer movement happening in dentistry. It was happening. And it was not Facebook. It was not all these other, it was this new platform, Instagram, because dentistry is so visual. And so I kind of, I was like, reached out to some docs that were on Instagram that were doing well, like Ben and, and, and Payray and stuff. And to like, I remember Brian. And so we said like, like we should do something like this. Like this could be cool. Like an event, bring everybody in one room and just see what happens. Like a Facebook conference or something else. But like dental conferences are freaking terrible. They're awful. So how do we, I don't want to just do that. Like how do we do it differently? And so it came up with the idea of like, let's try to be a little bit different and edgy. And so we would rent out a night or a venue, like a bar the first year, rent out a nightclub the second year. We had like a, the second year we had a shot luge uh, of ice, an ice, ice sculpture shot luge. And people were just, you know, like, mm-hmm. people like, like professors doing shots out of a, uh, you know, it's great. It was awesome. Right. And so it showed that like dentistry is not so boring and dull and that there's like a new wave and, and, it, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It is. It's like Burning Man or anything else like that. But <laughs> you ended up having to sell out because like it's really hard and not profitable at all. So it, it, we, we just. It's really of, hard and not profitable at all. At all. <laughs> but I think, we, I think part, we got the, the title of our episode. <laughs> <laughs> the best exactly part, it. though, was um, because I was there for 2.0 when oh, awesome. we came out from um, conferences in like the mid morning section. And there was like the beverage dispensers were normally like. Like, there'd be water. Was that you? Stop it. Yes, it was Pedialyte and goldfish bowls of little like <laughs> Advil packets. And <laughs> everybody was so hung the F over that we were like, yes. And we're just like dispensing Pedialyte. It was the best thing ever. I was like, the only thing better than this would literally be IVs. Like, because everybody was so hung over. And I was going to do that for this next one. And then COVID and all that stuff. But I know. Yeah. We had an IV station. I saw like, that. Oh, you, I know. Man. I saw yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, awesome. I think it should be about the experience. You know, I think yeah, it's about right. like having, it's like, if you, especially now that I'm like this dad that I'm like, man, this is freaking hard. If I get a weekend away, I, I want to like enjoy myself Yeah, and, and courses and all that, which is boring. They're awful. And then they needed to kind of pivot to tech to like, at least you'd get some filler online stuff here and there or whatever. But like, it was just being so slow and I, I, with DIA, that was the fun part about it. I just planned a good party. I knew if I put the right people in the room and did the good, we did yoga in the morning to start the second day, right? Our and yogi then, buddies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, were just, awesome. they were just gone recently. You know, mm-hmm. those guys, all of them, I think there's just so much more depth dentistry than drill and fill and all the bull BS uh, didactic lectures. Like that's what dental school is for. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it, you know, it, continuing that is to be around and adapted to your lifestyle. Like kind of, you know, whether it's go out with your spouse and go out on a date and do the romantic weekend in San Fran or whatever, but, or you want to do deep sea fishing down in Florida or whatever, you know, like, I think it, there should be more kind of niche stuff. We were only 500 people. Like it wasn't like the biggest deal. It just was a really powerful group because they all had big Instagram accounts. So like dentistry started to pay attention after mm-hmm. that. Like started right. realizing yeah. like there's more about brands. I mean, how we had one, uh, was it Bisco that their uh, booth the second mm-hmm. year was a beer pong table. Yeah, I know. I I was like, I've never been to this kind of a dental conference before. Literally people like grown adult, like doctors were like chasing beer pong balls, like under yeah. pulpits, and that's mine. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, okay. <laughs> that's what they want to do. They don't want to do it. It was awesome. Corporate. You know, like I did some of these like things where they're, 
they're just like these awkward eighth grade dances where you got like yeah. the guys and the girls standing on the soft side of the rooms. Like it just, they're just stuff. You're like, I, I don't know what the barrier to, it is to break that. I think just setting up the right environment, it, it kind of happens, but I think often it's just too forced. I don't know. Like these costume parties sometimes get mm-hmm, a little ridiculous. Mm-hmm. The eighties parties or where they bring in the DJ and all that. I know. Yeah, yeah. Like they're fun. I get it. But like, they just don't go well. Right. They're just kind of forced and corporate or whatever it may be. But I think, that's I think a thing. lot of it has to do like red tape too. Like a lot of companies and some of the bigger companies have a lot of red tape and they've got a lot of like people that have to answer to. So yeah. to make some of these like wild decisions is a little bit more rare. Whereas like a smaller company, like my tooth life brand be like, Hey, does tooth life want to sponsor a beer pong table at this conference? I'm like, yeah. Hell yeah. Like I'll bring sure. the beer, <laughs> but you it's know, you're right on that, harder with bigger companies. Right. That's it. I think, I think that the, we saw that with what we started with implant bear. Our main stick was live streaming surgery. It's so hard to go and watch a procedure. It's the best exposure you can get. And like, let's just bring it live, watch it on your phone, whatever. So many companies wouldn't touch us because they were scared of the Wait, liability. Okay, let's talk yeah. about implant compare. Yeah. So if, if peeps, if you're not following Incl- implant compare on Instagram, you need to. It's just straight implant compare, um, no word. underscores or anything, one word. And it's cute. It's like a little crown tooth with like a, an implant and then a C next to it. Um, if, looks like an ice cream cone. It looks like an ice cream cone. Yeah, it kind of does. Yeah. I, I used to, here's what happened to me and why like I left Instagram for a while is because I mean, you, I always admire you because you were different. You carved that path for yourself. That wasn't a path that's been laid out there. It's not been out there. Oh. And I always like, I like talking business-wise and stuff, like tastefully leveraging it for the right reasons and ethically and everything else. Like there's the, the, the Chloe Kardashian, or I don't know which one, one of the case, <laughs> uh, they, they do it and they're making billions and just, they just have to post something and then people just buy it in droves, right? But there's not like, Another way to do it when you have to be a person still and you have to meet these people face to face and you live with them and you work with them and you learn from them. And it's, it's, it is a lot of work doing the influencer, if you will, you're entertaining people and people you're doing it for free. Right. And and if you do something wrong, they will crucify you. Right. So there is a consequence. There's a price. Yeah. You tread on that ice. And so I, to say that it doesn't deserve some value returned to you is is ridiculous. Anybody who does that, posts that much content, puts some effort out there, deserves some value back. And dentistry was so it just hadn't had a, a path carved that for that yeah. yet. And it was really hard to carve that path with DIA because we just said, look, we'll put the brands in a room. We'll put the speakers in a room and you figure it out because we didn't want their speakers. They wanted to put their speakers that they have literally molded. And we said, no, we want the people to entertain. We want them to entertain. You support that environment, you'll win from this. And so that was the kind of weird dichotomy they weren't used to is that just show up. I promise you this party is really good (laughs) and we want you to enjoy it. So, yeah, I think that that's the whole thing. It's a lot of work with no return. Can I ask you, um, do you think, because you've done this DIA with dentistry, is this happening in the medical space? 
because, and I, I know, I know you said like, I mean, behind the scenes, like I, you know, these doctors that are like, you know, spine surgeons that are like, you know, doing like lines of Coke or whatever in the bathroom yeah. at like two in the morning. Like that's, that's not like, <laughs> let's hold a conference where this is what we're going to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not. Yeah. So is medicine there or is this something that um, dentistry is really in right now? I mean, where are we at with that? You know, that's a good question. I, you know, there's a group, um, it's, uh, his name's Joe, I forget his last name, um, but they, they're, they're starting this group of, they're doing more media in, in a direct to consumer media, kind of uh, in a studio type setting, but on YouTube and stuff for mm-hmm. medical and that's doing well, but like that whole, like, <laughs> Uh, what I, I say, Burning Man meets Facebook conference type model for, for medical. I don't think they're there yet. No, I, mm-hmm. we've been kind of looking at my, or myself, been looking at doing something in that field because I think that works in all. I think it would do great. And if, if we wanted with DIA to open it up to more of outside the DR, it was everybody, right? We wanted right. to, I was a guy from the business side. So I wanted them to, those people to enjoy it. So we had reps that just flew in just to hang out. They didn't even, yeah. may have sponsored, may not have, but they just paid to, to show up. Same thing for hygiene and everybody else. Like this should be fun. Like yeah. it doesn't have to be like the office, like that whole like episode where they go out for the weekend conference. Like, it doesn't have to be like, yeah. that. it can be a lot better. You're absolutely right. And I, I think, it, you know, dentistry is a bit forward in that way. Um, for example, as, as a speaker, we're constantly focusing on how do you engage your audience? What is your yeah. intro? Like, how do you, how do you stay connected and what stories do you share or what's your Zaza zoo? Like how do you, what do your slides look like that? They're amazing. And I've, I've also spoken in the medical space and that is a completely different animal. Like they don't care like how cute your dress is. They don't care like amazing stories or your little giveaways. They don't, I mean, they're just like, you know, cruising through like slide after slide of cases. Like, and then I did this and then this is this and this is, you know. And so it's like, it is, it is different. It's a different beast, but you're absolutely right. At the end of the day, like our jobs are so stressful when people hop on an airplane and they're flying somewhere to be at these conferences. It's like, why not make this something that's enjoyable where they can decompress and they can, you know, not have to wear pantyhose to whatever they're doing and just enjoy it, you know? But Isn't that your biggest pet peeve, wearing pantyhose when you lecture? I don't, I didn't, don't you know that? I, I got yelled I really at. I don't like it. I, you I did say, yell that every time. I, I would imagine you probably do. <laughs> People used to say that when I first started speaking, they're like, I cannot believe you're not wearing pantyhose on stage. Yeah, that's, I, that's, I'm in that's, Phoenix. The demo, that's the different demographic. It's though. 120 degrees outside. You don't care I'm not putting pantyhose from. on. Whether you're from Phoenix or whether you're from the North Pole, they expect you that if you're standing at a podium, you're going to wear pantyhose. Well, I'm the I anti-pantyhose. The medical industry, like, I know figs got in trouble for the way they were doing their ads or something not, not that too long ago. But oh, the, the, we're, we're not so smart to yeah, look, campaign. I, I had COVID about a month ago and I had to go through the whole rigmarole with urgent care and stuff. And I didn't, everybody in that urgent care is in a very kind of rural kind of country area where we live, um, covered in tattoos, different, you know, piercings and stuff. Like that's not, what they show you on the pamphlets and catalogs, medical industry looks a lot different. It's not, yeah. really, it's not the old gray heads and a mm-hmm. blue laser that it used to be. And, and it's adapted. And I think like not only is it adapted by the way it physically looks, but it's also adapted in the way that it mentally acts and yeah. does. And, you know, I think that's, that's a big thing. I mean, look at Burning Man or look at all these different festivals and stuff. These, I know a ton of neurosurgeons and orthopedic surgeons that go to Burning Man and billionaires, millionaires, like 
kind of like when you make it in your Burning Man career, is amazing. Can we just like take a go. moment to appreciate? Yeah. yeah. Burning Man and um, some of like the music festivals in the, in, in Europe are it's like a, pretty amazing. It, yeah. It's spiritual. It's Heavy, about yeah. that part of your brain right. too. And that's being an intellect, right? And like I think tomorrow, I don't know if you know anyone that's ever gone to Tomorrowland, but Tomorrowland is also supposed to be like, it's the opposite Absolutely. of Burning Man in that sense. It's like more fairies and glitter, but mm. it's, I mean, those experiencers are things that, bring us back to where we practice in such a um, regimented type of profession. Like think of the focus that someone needs to have and the types of procedures that you see every single day. Like you need an outlet, like you need to do something crazy every once in a while. Otherwise you will freaking go crazy. Mm -hmm. Like you'd go nuts living in your own little box, (laughs) seeing blood, guts and gore and tissue grafts all day long. Like you're going to go nuts. You need an outlet. Cabina Square, like get out. Yeah. And, and it, like, like, do, like, you can stay in that square box if you want to, if you think that's what it's supposed to be, but it's it's just not. And, and I think when you put yourself in those expectations that you have to fit the white picket fence square lifestyle and everything stays that very controlled way, it's dull. You know, be, when you're vulnerable, you, you discover the most about yourself, right? And, and I think that was what's fun about DIA is seeing people who were in their 50s, 60s, surgeons and that would just, I, I mean, people I've known for years that would never, I mean, just very corporate polish. Straight and narrow. Straight and narrow people. And they're just dancing on tables and having fun and like living it up. DIA, again, you know, seeing these people from like, like professors and people from Harvard, stuff like that, you know, doing shot luges and that's who we really are. Mm -hmm. It's not, let's not hide that. Let's enjoy that. And that's not a sin. And I think it, cause you're, you're you know, you, every dental conference has that group that's going around and going to a good bar. Going right. to It's like, bar. where are you guys going after the conference? Like right. that's, that's where, that's the group that Katrina and I are in. And usually yeah. Katrina is the one leading that group. Like, wait, we're all going to meet dinner? here at 7 PM. We're all going to yeah. go to this place. Yeah. Everybody get yeah. the Uber. <laughs> survive this boring dinner paid by X. And let's, right. but, but you know what? The company doesn't want to do that either they'd rather buy bottle service and karaoke with you. Like what well, we had four or five karaoke rooms at DIA with bottle yes. service in each. Like, Oh my gosh. That was so much fun. So, okay. So like fast forward, what happened? So now you're out, you're out, you're out, you've peaced out and a lot has changed in your life since then. I mean, now you're a dad. Got the baby. Yeah. Baby, yeah. baby girl, girl right. Baby girl came yeah. in September. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it, it kind of like the COVID package i got covid you know the 2020 package i got covid you know uh lost you got covid job. like we were supposed you know, to record this a while ago and yeah. like we canceled because of many different things but one of the things was you and your family your whole household and also you had hives irene that was the other reason i, I want to let her hives. i want to let her listeners yeah. know it was also because of irene's hives <laughs> right so irene got hives, hives katrina just lost her dad and then blake got covid uh, all the same week it was it was a rough it was a rough week for the truth or dare podcast back, back to the beginning we and, all need a freaking vacation and right? also yes, for, that's for, what I'm uh, for your podcast too it was a rough week for your podcast podcast also which yeah. bt dubs you have a podcast and thank you for having me on your podcast we'll talk yeah. about all the all in podcast later but uh, you know when 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 izzy started getting closer like COVID taught me a lot i was 90 flights a year i i just i i was burning i was the hustler you know that was my drug and and that's all fine and dandy and until you have something that just demands your time more and 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 honestly i was kind of robbing my wife at the time and you just adapt. He's okay, but like, I, I need to be home more. And and now, like, 
I just don't want to leave. I don't want to leave home at all. I don't want to travel at all. And I was more about tech anyways. And so like it gave a good opportunity to kind of pivot and stuff and just trim the fat. We stopped hustling. I think we just kind of realized what we really need. And I, I, I just slimmed back. I really did. I trimmed, I trimmed a lot of fat out. And DIA was great, but I just, it was a lot of pressure to keep it going without a steroid injection from like working with a company or something like that. And, and so, and Brian Balawas left too. So he's the creative genius behind a lot of the like Coachella flyers and stuff mm-hmm, and the speakers. Mm-hmm. So like that was, that was hard loss too. He, he had to, because of 2020, take care of his practice. And so you know, life just is all hard. It just really did. I mean, 2020 was really tough. Uh, in Blanket Bear, we slowed down. We we cut back on the content um, because people weren't doing surgery. Let's talk about Implant Compare because there are, are like three different parts of the business, if not more. Like perhaps I don't even see half of it. What's going on? Like I tell me about tell me about what your vision was when you first decided to start Implant Compare and where you are now. Yeah, so it really was you know agnostic education, kind of being more on science and talent versus who would just be the podium speaker. You know, I think that's models changing. But when I started this, it was very heavy. I'm like, who had just been the best customer for the longest time, and then just said yes to speaking. You know, it was it was it was very biased, and so you weren't getting like these like you're seeing on Instagram now, people teaching like their own technique based on technique first, product second, and so. We, we wanted to make this free education platform. And then I learned that tech was really expensive. So we were churning quite a bit of cash to build it and with trying to sell it. And um, are you talking about your cameras? Like your, your 4k cameras? Just let's tell people what they're doing. Cause like some people perhaps don't even know. So you have your own kind of proprietary camera system, which is, you manufacture your own cameras, which connect to people's loops, which connect to their lights, which connect to the ceilings, connect to parts of the operatories. So you could record your stuff. And then you've got your own like surgical live stream. Where yeah. You can- and well, that's kind of what happened. We wanted to do live stream surgery first. We found these cameras. We, oh, it was just okay. really hard to do because the dental, the mouth is weird and dark spots and everything else. And we found these cameras out of Finland and, and we started bringing them into the States and working with them. And yeah, I mean, they're 4k and, and we were able to live stream like six, eight, 10 hour surgeries even with it. But dental is really hard to record. You had to get like, it's a tiny little cavity in a dark hole. So uh, it was a little challenging. So yeah, we found these, they clip on your loops and your light and, and, and we usually mount them to the ceiling or whatever, but we built studios for like educators. We'll go in and put three cameras in and you're doing a live like procedural course virtually. And we do doing a lot of that lately. I mean, we working with educators, just single doctors or brands or groups like the Engel Institute and stuff like that. And, um, especially with COVID, it's been great because- mm-hmm. Right, people you know, want to see stuff growth. and learn. Right, right. And, and and things are different, right? And now we're just being forced to like adopt technology. So like now, you know, dental photography took a long time to get where it's at. And then iPhone got really good at taking some dental photos. So then, you know, now we're all really good. But with the videography, it's a little different. So yeah, these cameras really worked out great. They're a little USB camera, multi-thing. So we sell those and we, and we and build these studios. So like if someone just wants a single camera for novelty, we do it that way. Or we'll build like a studio or if they're doing a private online institute or it's a company building an app, like whatever it is to that capacity from 
taking procedure or technique and putting it online virtually, we'll, we'll build it for them. So we've been working with IBM and, and AI as well and, and doing, um, we're working with the number two uh, AI company in data science uh, to do some things with down the road for predictive surgery and, and results and things like that. That's cool. So, so spoiler alerts for those of you that perhaps have not seen it on my Instagram, but I am now using your cameras for recording my own personal stuff. So, I mean, that was one of the biggest requests that my followers had is they want to see more of like me in the process and they want to see me practice like from beginning to the end. They want to see like what it's like to be in the chair of quote, like air quotes, tooth life, Irene as a clinician. So, um, I, I had a gap, like I had a gap of what, what am I supposed to do? Like have a person holding an iPhone and live streaming it on my Instagram. Like how professional would that look? Um, so I love that you put together like a little package for me and that, yeah. that, um, that made a lot of sense because you know, your product more than I know your product. So you were like, this is the stuff that you need. Like, obviously you need something to connect it to your loops. You need it. Some you need, I wanted something that connected to my light. I don't use my overhead light, but it's like in such a perfect position to stick a camera to it. Um, and then despite the patient moving around, like your, your camera has like a very narrow focus, but a wide angle as well. So like in, in oh, editing of content, it's, it's like awesome. It's hard, right? Like unless you're paying someone literally to stand there mm-hmm. on an iPhone, which is shaky and stuff like that too. But like, it's just not easy. And we played around with a bunch of stuff. But yeah, like this these, this company was here for, before we started selling them, and they just weren't having any luck. And it was because they didn't really know. Like Europe's different; it's a lot yeah. different than it is in, in the states or in Canada. Like it, it just is different in the workflow and stuff. So we had to kind of tweak some things. And like the studios are really great because. For these teachers, there's just a lot of dead time and they're looking away at doing this. And so like having all those angles and stuff, it's really good. Um, some people have tried to kind of replicate. It's just, if there was a better, cheaper solution, I'd tell people like, try it because it would have made getting people integrated with their platform easier, but it just was really a really unique camera. The guy designed a really good one. So yeah, I'm going to send you, uh, I got you the since the 4k and uh, the mounts and everything. And, and yeah, it's, it's still videography. It's still photography. You still have to get on Photoshop. You still have to edit. Right. And- it's still editing required, but at right. least you're able to capture yeah. that stuff raw. Katrina, I will happily share this system with you. So Katrina works in a period say, practice. Yeah. So like I'll happily ship it to you. You can borrow it for a few months and then ship it back to me for a few months. Like we could go piggyback <laughs> on it because it's expensive. Like let's, let's be honest here. Like yeah. it's not a cheap piece of equipment. And Is it like Louis Vuitton bag expensive yeah, or more? It's more than Louis Vuitton bag expensive, but I think but it's worth I think it for those amazing consider, videos. Like, yeah. A lot of people ask us like, how do you create your content? Like, how do you do cool stuff like this? I mean, it takes money to invest into yeah. creating awesome content. And yeah, sure. You could do it with an iPhone. If you really have someone that's close by to you that understands your angles, but it's like you trying to explain what you're seeing through your eyes. I have a really great video of like, I have a, a content creator that works for me. So he shoots a lot of my videos for me. And we have a video from last weekend where I'm taking a video of me doing a procedure in someone's mouth. And he literally has his camera over top of my head 
and I'm looking in the screen of his camera as I'm making, doing the procedure in the patient's mouth. Wow. And, and like, well, I mean, it's just like basically me using my eyes, but he's like adjusting the autofocus while I'm looking in his camera and like wow. still perfectly pr- doing this procedure. It is so much more valuable to spend the extra amount of money to have something that like, you don't have to think about it. You can think about your procedure and you don't have to worry about like, the angles and the lighting and the colors. Like, right. I mean, and, and like, here's the thing. If you were doing an hour long procedure, you're going to sit down at night and go back to the hour long footage and then tweak it. Like, cause Mm-mm. you can't hire someone Ain't to nobody do got it the time for that. unless they have dental knowledge. Right. Mm-hmm. right. That mm-hmm. was the hardest time for us is finding video editors. So like we had to make our live cuts as good as like the, the recorded mm-hmm. cuts. Cause we wanted to trim the fat on like not having to do edits. It's hard. It's, it's right. expensive. Unless you're doing like an oral surgery event, like you're doing yes. a, a report, so $35,000 to $60,000 surgery. And you're going to have that surgeon sit down for three or four hours and edit it. It's not going to happen. No. And so, yeah, it makes it easy. It's just eye in the sky, but it, yeah, it really was a game changer for us. Cause we were lugging. I mean, I was ch- taking like big 50 pound Pelican crates around like on the, the L in Chicago and Mm-mm. trying to record procedures like this duct tape thing. It was awful. It was awful. That's cool. Was just- <laughs> so is that your full-time gig now? Like I look at your Instagram and you've got a plethora of surgeries aside yeah, from your podcast. Cool. Like how, what does your day-to-day look like in the life of Blake McLennan? So like who- even with the podcast, I step back. I step back. I have the Instagram. I heard, I heard your your uh, announcement on your podcast. Yeah. So I did. Shane, um, Shane is just. I didn't want to hold him back. He's he's now working with a great group, and and he was going to do a lot of things with it. So I was like, look, I'm not going to be doing dental stuff, but but I've I've taken a break from all social media platforms because. The U.S. got a little crazy with politics and stuff, and um, you were one just, of the guys that stormed the Capitol, right? Yeah, were you Chewbacca? Were you the one wearing you the head tell thing? By the American flag, the beard, like, come on, that's okay. I mean, now I get it. Yep. If I showed you my it. office right now, you'd see like a bow. You were the one wearing. No, you were the <laughs> wearing. You were the one wearing the making dentistry great again hat. Oh yeah. no! Was, it's like the last thing you would do is be on your phone when your baby's crawling or something, right? Yeah, like, right. You don't want to miss anything. Yeah. So it's been good. It's been nice. I, obviously I look like I've given up. I got the whole uh, night. Like dad beard. beard here. The dad yeah. beard is good. The dad it's beard good. is in. It's hot. Yeah, I'm there, just there. It's, it's, it's good. It's there. Just there. So I, I get offered money at gas stations now, but, um, Oh, yeah. that's nice. Take it's it. Okay. A little bit Take of side it. cash. Who cares? It's, it's right. right. It's right. But no, it's, um, yeah, you know, it, it's, I'm right now I'm doing some small courses. They're kind of like a invite only thing where I'm doing, um, experiences with like small groups doing a uh, CE. So where maybe I love that. I do. Fishing, I really, it's really cool. It's I would fishing, rather hunting, be, dating, I would whatever. rather be in a group of six people for like a couple of days than like in all, a conference cool room people. of thousands. Like I yeah. would, I would subscribe to that in a heartbeat where you don't have to like feel uncomfortable. Like someone's looking over your shoulder. Like I would, much rather. Yeah. Than. I mean, some Sign people want to go to, you know, to, to Tempe and do yoga in a nice mansion with just a few close friends and, and learn CE, or they want to go and, and snowboard and, and whatever. So we're going to do everything from hunting, fishing, uh, romantic weekends, you name it. We're going to try to do a little bit of everything, but just small kind of, Oh my God, Blake, you're setting up. up orgies. Stop it. This is amazing. <laughs> I think it's, it's right the next now, step. Right? It's the next step. Like, First Pedialyte in a beverage dispenser. <laughs> Second, orgies. 
<laughs> no, I think so, like the next step after that is like giving everyone IVs with like a sedative of some kind. That's like what just, it, yeah, a little bit of Halcyon or something. Just <laughs> fill in. Right there. <laughs> having propofol camps and sweat lodges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. I go. <laughs> I'll be like, I think that's great. I think that's the way that like, we're all accustomed to being so solitary now. Like we're, we're like recording podcasts in our own living rooms where before we were recording podcasts on busy show floors, like we like the smaller groups. I feel, I don't know why, like I feel nervous when I go into a grocery store, when I'm walking the streets and there's so many people around, it's this like isolation that I've become so accustomed to that. Mm -hmm. Like I kind of want that in my CE now. I want to have a more, and I will pay more money for that. Like I would right. pay 10 times more money for a CE of me and 10 people with the speaker and like yeah. getting to hang out with that speaker afterwards and still asking questions as opposed to like having to wait to the end to raise my hand to ask a 30 mm-hmm. second question where I'm constantly concerned that the 400 other people in that conference are just going to be judging. Like, oh, judging. Yeah. Can yeah. you believe that she asked that question? Yeah. Like I would yeah. much rather pay You don't for ask that, that question. No, when there are so many people in that room, you don't want to stop, you know, it's it's not as intimate. You, so you don't feel comfortable. And the speaker's the not in that mindset either, right? No. They're like, yeah. get off the plane, get my check. Most of the time we're running out of that conference just to get to a flight right? because yeah. something's happening or like the conference. And you're running pay. so fast, by the way, to get to your flight that you leave the majority of your clothes in the hotel room <laughs> and then you make your <laughs> podcast co-host mail that to you in a FedEx box. A okay? I just want to make sure that that's the reality of she Irene's world. Anything, so nobody, nobody on this episode ever did that ever. <laughs> Turns out. <laughs> Well, let's be honest. As a speaker, as an attendee, you're, you're, you go home and go, man, what a great time that was. That was awesome. No, you're like, yeah. I mean, it, it's even if I don't care what city you do it in or how nice of a dinner you buy me as someone who did it a lot. It's not. No, I, I want to go like, let's meet in Breckenridge, you know, mm-hmm. and share a joint and talk yes. about uh, implants or something. You know? <laughs> but I mean, and I'm just saying, like. Let's actually mm-hmm. connect to mm-hmm. what we're mm-hmm. actually enjoying. And, and it can be smaller niche. You know, there could be 15, 20 people even in a group that enjoy the same things. And yeah. they're not awkward. Like it, the eighth grade dance effect. Like I'm just that, like, yeah. I don't care how many, how much of that is forced down your throat. It's not going to happen. And no better time than now. We're all itching to get back out to life and get back to normal. And we miss that part of our life. Sadly, we do. We miss the camaraderie and, and mm-hmm. the cocktail and, you know, hugs. This and that, but, I mean, yeah, it's been, it's been a like hard that. year for a hugger. Yeah. I remember our hug. Do you remember our hug at AID? <laughs> I was walking. I was walking down the aisles of the American Academy of Implant Dentistry. And I was like not expecting to see anybody that I know. And all of a sudden you pop out of your booth. You're like, oh, my God, I read. <laughs> and like we knew each other from social media. But we'd never met in real life and the hugs like that is the, mm. one of the most memorable hugs that i have from from 2019 that was what was cool about dia the moment you open the floodgates everybody that's connected virtually but then they physically yes. connect and, and yeah. seeing that bond and like people were in like a drum circle like eating in that one room that we had where they had like yeah. the FEMA tent stuff eating lunch like it, it, yeah. let's connect like, like let's really connect i i don't have time for fake and, and BS and fluff and like, no, I'm, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I just, I just don't have any time for that in my life. And so if I'm going to do something, I want to enjoy it. If I'm going to spend so, time away from my family, let's go have fun. Are right? you going to, or is DIA going to happen again next year? Like, is there any, do you know? 
The guys are putting it together, working on it. They're going to pull it off for Atlanta. Yeah, there's a lot of things mm-hmm. already set in stone. They're going to make it work. It's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, it will. Well, I'm, I'm just going to say it out loud now for the tens of thousands of people that will listen to this. I would really like to see a dental hygienist take that stage. I was really working on, you know, we wanted you and then everything kind of just, happened. I'm just saying, I'm just but saying, yeah. if we're going to represent the mm-hmm. crew of dental hygiene, of dentistry as a whole, I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there well, to, the pe- I, to the peeps, I, to the decision I'm makers. I'm going to up you and tell you that y'all should put together what I'm talking about for the experience CE thing that I'm doing. We should put something together. Totally. If we're out there, I want to do it. Like I truly am all about that movement. And um, it's like it's like the Airbnb experiences, but I feel like it would be a really cool thing because you see some of the stuff like individual speakers will do like a cruise or they'll do like, you know, travel to Tuscany and learn about Perio underneath the Tuscan sun. That's what like I want to do under the Perio sun. But well, you'll see, but, but there isn't a platform that houses all of these things together. So like each individual speaker like Katrina could upload her own she could be like her like Airbnb's super host yeah so she could be a super host mm-hmm, and host mm-hmm, her own mm-hmm. thing and then Airbnb just makes a cut out of it uh, Blake <laughs> do you have any final remarks before I ask you your last question um if, if they're interested in seeing what we're doing experience wise I want to reach out um the experience ce.com they can reach out oh that. but there that, is that, we're there not is a platform a yet. We're, we're looking around experience ce is that right yeah.com so that's where we're going to start posting some stuff we're just starting off with one it's kind of like a uh, it's a golf cart town so you can drive a golf cart all over the city you don't need a car and uh bourbon and golf carts usually lead to fun so we're gonna do a little bourbon hide uh throughout the city so it should be fun very cool that's really cool yeah we're gonna have fun i mean like dia for me was fun because it was creating a good party and yeah but it's a stress when you have 500 plus people and a lot of money yeah. on the line. <laughs> 20, 30 people or 10 people. That's easy. That's easy. That's, that, that's, so that's, for me, it's a, it's a lot of fun. It's something we've, I've done a lot with, especially working in Palm Beach and doing half a million dollar parties and stuff. You know, there's nothing off the table from an experience, right? So yep. but, uh, yeah, we're going to do that. It'll be fun. That's cool. We'll see. I see. I just like looked up your experience.com and there looks like there's like a couple of things like anesthesia update, in-person course. And then the photo is like golf carts. <laughs> like I'm in, I'm in. I don't even know if this course is going to be like within my scope of practice, but I see golf carts and it's only 600 bucks. I'm like, <laughs> I'm in. Where do you, to, like, you get a where golf where cart and you play Super Mario we, throughout an entire we, town. Like, do we get to like, sit in the golf cart while I receive CE? Because that's all I oh want for me. I, I want to put this. my legs up on, you know, when you're like waiting yeah. for your turn to tee and like the group in front of you is super slow and you're like, do we, do we like, do we shoot over them or do we, but you, or can, do we you can now play Super Mario. I so you sit there and you put your feet up on the glass, yeah. like the fake glass. Like that's I like what I want to do and get seen. Like your sweet tea. Cause you're in Georgia, yeah. right? You right. got the, the, the locusts in the background, you know, you got the big tall pines. I'm in, yeah, I'm in, yeah, I'm in. I think we're going to try to do like a, a fishing tournament down in Palm Beach. And who doesn't mm. love Palm Beach? I don't know how to fish. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I could get a lot we're of really. We're starting I, with the Republican states. It's easy right now to hedge our bets <laughs> during COVID. Yes, they are. They're far more. Oh e- they're much easier to travel to. So if, I come, if I come to California, this- Washington, Oregon, I'm like, fine. Okay, so it's time, Blake. I don't. I don't know if you know this, but we are called the Two Third Dare Podcast for a reason. Um, 
Yes. No. Maybe so. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I've okay, watched so- a few live in person. At events. Oh, you have. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So at the end of every episode, uh, Katrina and I do a visually uh, impaired version of rock, paper, scissors because of the lag. Um, and then we, the loser goes up against you. You can decide whether you accept a tooth or a dare or dish out a tooth or a dare. So while Katrina and I get queued up here, are you going to count us in? I'll count you in. All right, we'll do a visual countdown. We'll tee it up, right? Like AV, right? We got an audio and visual oh, here. Oh, so. he knows what's go. up. I'm going to look at his <laughs> fingers. I'm going to look at three, two, one. Um, but wait, before before we decide who's going to do the win and who's going to do the thing, um, I need the rest of you people right now to follow us on Instagram. You can follow me, Irene, at toothlife.irene. You can follow Katrina at the Dental Wine Genist. And you can follow Blake at Implant Compare. And you can also to listen to some of Blake's episodes on his podcast, including the one that I was on. And it's called The All In Podcast. So all of this stuff is going to be linked in the description below. And now we're ready. Are you ready, girl? Okay. Here we go. Goldie, Goldilocks, you ready? Okay, let's do it. America in the background. Here we go. Okay. Three, America. America. Two, one, go. I won. Wow, Irene. Irene's like on a winning streak. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Okay, so what are you doing, Katrina? Blake, are you accepting or are you dishing? If you accept a tooth, then it happens right now and it's kind of lame. If you accept a dare, then it goes up on socials. I'll do it there. Oh. I ain't scared. Ooh, he ain't scared. He ain't scared. I think it had to eat like a raw egg or hot sauce because of some parody thing with Shane. So, I mean. well, you've got some time. So you've got seven days uh, to do the dare and post this dare or share it with us, whatever you want to do. Um, I'm in. When the episode goes up and we'll let you know when that is. So Katrina, what are you going to do, girlfriend? Okay. So um, this, so this dare goes on your Insta. That's good. <laughs> you <laughs> drinking um, your favorite flavor of Pedialyte to the song juice by Lizzo. Done. Oh, good. I as like a, it. As a father, I got that shit on there. Yeah, I was going to say, you <laughs> you got that stock on lock. <laughs> oh, so good. Okay, amazing. Blake, thank you so much for being with us today. We appreciate it. And I mean, keep up the amazing work. I mean, I'm yeah. obsessed with everything that you're doing on your page. I know you're not, you said you're not doing a whole lot of it anymore, but I mean, it took all of your hard back. work to get where it is now. So thank you. I'll be and- back, but thank you for everything. Seriously. you like, you are really uh, what you've done and what y'all have built and, and every bit of, about it is philanthropic, whether that people admit it or not, it is. And then you just hope that it reaps a reward. So, uh, Keep doing what you're doing. I love it. And, and you've always been a big uh, role model to me in what you've done. And, and, and uh, I applaud you. Keep, keep For a Canadian, you're all right. You know? Stop. So. Stop. You're all right. You oh. Canadian, you. Oh, God. You cry. Stop it. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please follow at toothordeer.podcast to watch this dare go down. And yes. in the, you know, in the spirit of this like American Canadian love, I love you guys. Thank you so much. Peace out, peeps. Cheers. And we're back. We're back from the flippity flip, Katrina. From it from the flippity flip. 
from the flippity flip. We're here. We're yeah. here and we listen we to our lovely episode with our buddy Blake. And we're fantasizing and dreaming about the day when we can all be together again, reunited. And it feels so, so good. In the meantime, we can watch him drink his Pedialyte. Uh, yeah. Favorite flavor of Pedialyte, which Siepity, I hear Siepa. he's going to be stealing from his child. Oh, no. Is that bad? <laughs> No, I, I, I don't, I don't rightly know. I never stolen regularly drink Pedialyte. I think they do when they get diarrhea. I think like the mom is like, here's a sippy cup of Pedialyte to keep you hydrated, but it doesn't doesn't do anything to the, to the diarrhea. I think it It just just keeps you hydrated, but it doesn't like stop the diarrhea. It doesn't stop the diarrhea, but remember that diarrhea is when you have like an increase of GI motility in which the final aspect, the end of the colon, which pulls out any electrolytes and bile salts is not pulling out those electrolytes and bile salts are not getting really absorbed. And that's why you have liquidy diarrhea. Why do I know this? I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm like why an expert on diarrhea. I don't know. No, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I know a lot know about that? diarrhea. I, well, I spend a lot of time reading about stuff like this. I actually wanted to bring on a guest um, to our podcast to talk about like poop, like the color, the consistency, does it float? Does it not float? Like I wanted to like, I think that'd be like a really good episode. Slide into our DMs if you think that would be a good episode. Do you think any episode would be well, good? Well, let's just we'll pause it here because it's, it's, it's we're done. I'm done. Okay. All right. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode, <laughs> peeps. We appreciate you all. Um, and we will, we'll see you next time. Peace out, peeps. Cheers. Free handing and I'm taking it from the couch. I she said host with ST. She didn't say, she didn't stop it, just host. She said, no, she she's was, a hoe. The ST is silent. Oh. Wait, what? Uh, okay. <laughs> flip side? What am I supposed to say? I don't know. Whatever you want. On the flip side. Bitty, 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 bit